1: Greetings. This is episode number 235 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is, Is God Pleased With You? Part 3. Are you a Christian who has accepted the love of God through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ, but you're not confident that God is pleased with you? Are you living a life that is causing you to feel overwhelmed or discouraged, And you're trying to balance everything and yet you find you can't. And so it's causing you to feel defeated and frustrated and without hope. What would make you feel that God is pleased with you? Do you feel right now that you're pleasing to God? Right now, if you have listened to previous podcasts, you know that ultimately it is the work of Jesus on the cross that makes you acceptable and pleasing to God. However, you please God and give him glory also by imitating the life of Jesus every day as you live among others. And if you're not sure of your salvation or what I'm talking about as far as what Jesus did for you on the cross, please go to our website given at the end of the podcast and on our home page you'll see what it is to have life in Jesus. I would also encourage you to go back and listen to previous podcasts. So I want to try to put you in remembrance. In Colossians chapter 3 verse 23, it says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. And then Acts chapter 5 verse 29 says, But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. And see, a lot of times we have extra pressure put on us, not by God, but by ourselves or what other people put upon us. And because we're trying to measure up to other people and we're putting that before the Lord. And so we have to get to a point where we're working heartily. Yes, we don't need to be lazy, but as for the Lord and not for men. And we need to come to a point that if there's a conflict, between what men are telling us we should do and what God is telling us what we should do, that we should obey God over what man says. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1, it says, Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we urge you in the name of the Lord Jesus to live in a way that pleases God as we have taught you. You live this way already, And we encourage you to do so even more. And one of the other translations says that we encourage you to do it more and more. Here you are, I believe that you're a brother or sister in Christ, and you live in a way that pleases God because you've called upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so you're living already in Christ. But this scripture here is telling you to do so even more and more. And so we never get to a point where we arrive where we're representing Jesus in his fullness on earth. No, we're going from one stage of glory to another, or from one stage of growth to another. We never arrive. The only time that we're going to arrive is when we see Jesus face to face. But in the meantime, we yield and submit to the work of God's Holy Spirit in us so that he can help us to be overcomers and victorious. We're, we're not supposed to have Christ in our life and live full of fear and defeat and anxiety just because we can't keep everything balanced in our life. So now let's look at some other passages on pleasing him even more. In 2 Corinthians 5-9, It says, so whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please God. So in other words, this scripture is letting us know whether we're in our house or whether we're outside of our house. No matter what we say, what we do, or our attitude, we should always be aiming to please him. We don't act one way in our house and then some other way when we're outside of our home. There are times I'm sure you've heard of a couple driving to church and they're fussing and arguing in the car. And as soon as they hit the church door, they're smiling and they're like, oh, hi. And they're so full of the Holy Ghost. Well, (laughs) we got to aim to do a little better than that. You know what I mean? Because we want to please God. So... I'm just trying to share some scriptures with you so it will encourage you to please him more and more. I'm not trying to put more of a load on you. I'm just encouraging you that you're able to do this because God says you can in the power of his spirit working in you when you're not trying to please yourself or men. But when you're trying to please God, he'll give you the ability as he works in you to do of his good pleasure. Now, Hebrews chapter 11, verse six says, and without faith, it is impossible to please him for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. And when you have pressures upon you day in and day out, and you just can't see, or you don't know how it's going to work out, it's going to take faith. And it takes faith to please God, no matter what you're doing. And faith is just having absolute confidence in God, even though you don't see, even though it's not present. And so you're going to, this scripture says, draw near to God know he exists, know that he's involved with you. He knows your name. He knows exactly what's going on with you with every detail. And he rewards those who seek him. When you seek him through faith and you believe that he's involved and he knows every detail, he will answer. He will make a way. Another scripture to encourage you so that you can please him more and more is Romans chapter eight, verses eight and nine. And it says, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If in fact, the spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. When we're not operating in accordance to just our own mindset or our our own flesh or what comes to us naturally and we're allowing God through his spirit to dwell in us and lead us and guide us, then we'll be able to please him. Because when we're in our flesh or we're just going in accordance with what we think or what other people are saying or what they think, we're not going to please God. Then Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. You might be struggling, and maybe there's some conflict with other people. But if you conduct or have the right attitude, God's going to make even your enemies to be at peace with you because you're pleasing him in the way that you're living. And then John chapter 8, verse 29. And he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing in his sight. Now, are we perfect? No, I've said it over and over again. We're not going to be perfect until we're in the sight of Jesus. But we still strive, though, to do everything perfect in his sight. And he hasn't left us alone. He is the very one that's going to strengthen us, guide us, direct us, teach us, and instruct us so that we can do what's pleasing in his sight. And so all he is asking is for us to understand that he is with us and he wants us to be able to do that which is pleasing in his sight. And he is the one that will give us that ability. And then Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 to 10 says, For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. We should constantly be in prayer and, of course, be reading God's word. And being able to try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. He has given us a whole book of instruction on what is pleasing him. And and this month, I'm only sharing some scriptures with you. At one time, all we did was live in darkness. Now we're children of the light. And so the fruit of our life should portray that. It should be what's good and right and true. When we're trying to please God and we're trying to discern, he has promised to instruct and guide us through the power of his indwelling spirit. And then Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5 to 6 says, It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. Well, Enoch pleased God so much that he didn't even see death. God just raptured him right on up. Wouldn't that be neat? <laughs> well, look, I, I'm not trying to minimize any kind of conflict that you may be going through. Was your loved one just diagnosed with cancer? Is your daughter pregnant? Were you diagnosed with diabetes? Did you just lose your job? Can I encourage you? to have faith in and believe and trust God to make a way? Again, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. And I would encourage you to go to our website given at the end of the podcast so you can see the resources that we have to help you to get into the Word of God and to grow and to have your trust and your belief strengthened. Will send us your prayer request, and we will indeed pray for you. And join me again next week. And smile. Jesus loves you.
0: Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program.